Hello, merhaba, buongiorno. Welcome to Almost Trilingual, the podcast years in the making from a self-proclaimed diarist that you've never heard of. But we're here to turn all that around. Join me in a world filled with pastries, travel, languages and occasional Italians. Take your pick and let's dive in. Hello, I am your host, Salam, the one who tried to explain her name for five minutes in the first episode. <laughs> Does it sound like I have nothing else to do? Wow, perfect. That's the vibe I'm going for. I am currently working in a group of historical locations founded around the 1830s. And I guess the good things I have to say about the men there. <laughs> Just kidding. Or maybe I'll find some as we go. Um, so yeah. It is really hard to believe I'm planning to share all these in my own voice. Ironically, I'm not very talkative in real life, especially these days um, when I utter a few sentences to summarize my day and the rest would be exclamations and gestures uh, because I'm really tired. <laughs> but for everything that's not said, I have diaries that have been piling up since 2002 maybe and they've seen most of the changes throughout my life so I rely on them heavily. Fortunately, I've also been writing as I decided to take a pastry course or as I went through my first internship for example and I also pretty much whenever I wanted to burn down the jacket in the middle of the kitchen and work out. <laughs> Sadly I haven't done something like that just yet. You will hear me talk about many things that make me want to burn the jacket and leave by the way and they're actually a shitload of nonsense for ordinary people. That's stuff that may not even come up in a conversation if you don't think about them but it's really one third of my whole day and therefore occupies a lot of RAM. I think I said this in the introduction somewhere. It's my favorite sentence, I don't know. Anyway, so let's get right in. I have started a new job very recently. This stimulating new environment is ready to burst out of my head. <laughs> That's not exactly why I'm making a podcast, but it's kind of the, the way I express it in a way. So welcome to the second episode of The Pastry Person. Starting with this episode, I will try to give you an idea about my new job, but I don't think I will get it all all out all at once at least so expect multiple parts first i basically want to tell you about um how i got in so i began working in this pastry lab at the beginning of september 2021 and i was there when i started editing these episodes so then the following week i was kind of um well Right, wait, I need to go slowly, so let's let's make a cool timeline. So I'd finally gathered the courage to tell my previous boss that I wanted to get the fuck out of the mess that was my last job. And this was the beginning of June 21. Um, we were in really deep shit and I didn't want to leave them on short notice. So I told them that I would retire at the end of July and that for me that was that gave them enough time no the idea was to take some time off go back to turkey for a really long holiday only 20 days but it's a long holiday if you really consider what i'm doing have a compulsory 10-day quarantine on the way back and then look for another job so that meant spending all of august relaxing and then trying to find something and when I mentioned this to my therapist at the time she told me that the Selene she knows would get really stressed over not having anything to do while looking for a job which was really true and <laughs> then thanks to her counsel I began applying for jobs right away and I was simply kind of sending my CV everywhere at the time. Um, one of those days an acquaintance came up to me and told me that she had heard about my leaving and she first of all asked if I wanted to continue 
working in a lab and I, because I've been going through really tough times in that place and people heard me say multiple times that I wanted to leave and like become a secretary almost every day. Um, she then offered to contact her daughter who used to work with us and later left her job and started working with this big group in the city centre. So I thanked her. I guess she texted her daughter right away because the daughter, let's call her Leila, wrote to me the same day to say that she sent my number to the director already. Um, that was a the middle of a week sometime in july may have been my birthday or the the day they called me back was my birthday i don't know it was around the the second week of july and two days later the hr contacted me to ask if i'd be up for an interview and i said yes i was kind of impressed to know that there was even a department of HR and they were arranging stuff for the directors. It all sounded very formal and serious and not something like I have experienced previously and you wouldn't find it very easily around the town. Um, we had that interview in the same week. It was kind of a brief one, but I think I managed to say whatever I wanted to say. I told them that I really wanted nothing illegal, no in-hand payments, no deals behind the contract, like everything I've experienced previously. I told them that I also wanted a proper contract that reflected my level of expertise. So I got a promise, at least. Um, we'll get to that later. So the proposal in the end was to have a three-month trial period and then see what happens. Yeah, easy. That day, he basically told me to stop looking for another job and added that then he would also stop searching for other people. And can you imagine how incredible this moment was? Because for me, this was a first. Well, actually, maybe there was a mock interview with the first restaurant my school arranged for me um, for my compulsory internship, like back in the day. It was really intense and they told me that I would be starting immediately. But we all knew they was already set up, so it was exciting, but also not very realistic. So anyway, that day... We made a verbal deal that I would be starting on the 1st of September 21 still at this old pastry shop in the heart of the city. Well, let me also give you an overview of the company structure because there are three important locations in the story and they are all under the roof of a chocolate company from another city in our region. The three places though are really essential for our city. The first one is a giant cafe in the very center of the city. Here we have a big square by the seaside. It's a seaport city. So so being close to the sea makes everything important. I said I said sea too many times. I'm losing it. And obviously this cafe is one of the first things you would see when you get to the city center. And this place was bought by the company a few years ago as a really smart investment, in my opinion. So that's how they made their way into the city. And then I guess right before the pandemic, they also got hold of one of the oldest pastry shops in the town. Um, this brings us to our second important location, the place I started working in September. Interestingly, the place I worked in the past two years is also one of the oldest pastry shops we have. Um, once I was told that it was kind of older than 1900, but I think they were working under another name and with the name change, the official opening date stuck as eight, like probably 1900. Anyway, so I don't think it was older than 1836. Anyway, yeah, it's also really funny that I got to work with all these intensely old and essential places as a foreigner in a small city like this. So let's talk about that some other time. But I will definitely want to get to that. Where were we? 
So yeah, okay, when this friend Layla started working in this pastry shop, it was already under the name of the chocolate company. And then Q in the pandemic and places closing and opening and all. There was another historical location, a restaurant slash cafe slash bar struggling to keep up with the changing world during all this time. And then this year, which is still 21, uh, we heard that the chocolate company had taken over their management as well. So since we were away for some time and I got immersed in the new work environment when I got back to the city, I really didn't feel the hype about their reopening. It wasn't an important place for me beforehand anyways. But the first time I got involved in its pre-opening preparations was two weeks into my trial at the old pastry shop. Um, the head of the kitchen was tasked to prepare the cake supposed to be put on display over there. Um, and basically this place was to open mainly as a fine dining restaurant with a small cafe at the back. Um, that would serve breakfast in the morning, which is, of course, only brioche for the locals. Some cakes and desserts all day long, maybe. That was the idea. Um, by the end of September, the head of the pastry shop was going really mad because there were many last-minute orders due to lousy management between the two kitchens. So they officially opened on the 8th of September, I think. And then on, I got to help make the cakes for them as well. Let me take you back to that interview in July for a moment. The director had told me that I would have a three-month trial period, but then when I arrived, they had me sign a trial for, for a month. And it was an excellent opportunity for me because it kind of created an easy escape after all the bad experiences in the field. In the last week of September I wrote to the HR lady about the contract renewal and I was simply asking what my future would hold without hinting at anything else hopefully because I really didn't want to say that I wanted to stay. I really didn't spend the best month there actually. I just wanted to hear what they had to say if they were happy with me and she didn't make a sound until the 29th of September and the 30th was the last day of my contract you know um, but that's kind of normal for her. I got used to that. Also I will talk about the dynamics of our correspondence before the 1st of September in the next episode. It's, it's another funny thing in my life. Anyway, she called me in for a short meeting that day at the new restaurant. I had to run out of the lab without helping with the cleanup. Let's just ignore the joy in my voice there. I mean, first of all, she told me that they would like to extend my contract which was okay, fine. Later, I realized that this was not to say that they would make me a proper contract, but it meant keeping the one they made for the trial period. And it's called Akiyamata. And even though I asked for about four or five times in very clear words, she couldn't say how much I would be paid. <laughs> I mean, I, it was fine. I mean, at least it was a contract. I was like legally working with this company. But she, she guessed that it would be around six to seven euros per hour. And <laughs> thanks, HRLE you are really helpful. I mean, by the way, I would like to emphasize that since I don't speak high Italian, I cannot play around with words in situations like these. And honestly, it worked well for me to this day because people tend to not give any direct answers around here. And with my air quotes technique, they're sometimes dragged into the directness of this question. Um, but unfortunately, how, how much am I paid for one hour, guys? <laughs> tell me something as a question didn't really get the expected clear answer 
this once. At some point she even said that she doesn't remember the exact amount and that I can calculate when the payment arrives. <laughs> wow, thank you very much. I never knew that was possible. I mean, in reality, you check it with the, the official level indicated on the contract and the minimum wage is not equal for all levels as it happens. Eventually, I found I found a number, but we'll see if it will correspond to the Bustapaga in the end. Anyways, I keep getting distracted. So, 10 minutes into our conversation, one of the directors came in and asked if he could take over, which was really wow boss move and then he proceeded to talk to me about their plans for the future and in that half an hour they introduced me to the chef of the restaurant and then we talked about the possible new menu elements i was to start working as a pastry chef at the new restaurant and then create the elements needed for the dessert in the a la carte menu apparently and i i said yes yeah that sounded really exciting so the the 30th was my day off and i kind of had a day in limbo and then on the morning of the 1st of october i officially started working in the new restaurant kitchen and then i had my first day off on the 13th of october i had worked my ass off for 12 days non-stop with who knows what motivation but yeah this is what we do we breathe and be thankful that we have a job <laughs> and just carry on so for me this transition period was vital because it was much smoother than i expected and as i said I thought I would still be looking for a job by the end of September, but instead I found a new job even before leaving the previous one. Or maybe I feel that way because it was hard for me to find a job at the very beginning. Everyone around me presumed that was because I'm a foreigner, but I've seen firsthand that it's not very different from the rest of the world. It's mostly about who you know, all the connections you have. And I'm really fortunate enough to have met some cool people who are also willing to help me in situations like these. I also heard people people say that they wouldn't put their references behind someone who didn't deserve it so it was very flattering really right it sounds like a fairy tale right everything going smoothly and well if i complain too much people tell me that i'm lucky to even have a job of course that is all good but it's in my nature so i started complaining like right away <laughs> and the first day was like mm, maybe this could be a negative side mm, i should be aware of this behavior and the first week turned into well i guess this it will not be as easy as I imagined. And in the final week, I was already dreading my future being part of this industry and having to continue this misery for another 30 years. <laughs> yes, things escalated really quickly. That's why I wanted to split this period into a few parts because I really tend to tell these occurrences in unnecessary detail. So I hope to see you all next time for more details about daily problems. And um, don't forget to check out the website almostrilingual.com for the show notes <laughs> i included some photos in there as well huge thanks for listening to this mess and i hope to see you next time bye bye